Greetings, my name is William. I'm representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fix and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D class communities. Today's uh, episode will be short and sweet again. Um, basically, I'm going to be talking about some of the things I've, I found out, I just realized, maybe I've heard them before, about a, um, a scammer, or and I won't call him, well, I'm going to have to call him a scammer. Some of the things that he's been accused of and it has been proven. I mean, he hasn't went to court yet, but uh, he is being charged, um, but hasn't been, you know, or I should say he is being accused, or they are, um, of some crazy malicious type things uh, dealing with real estate. Uh, and this uh, including um, DJ Envy, famous DJ, and his uh, friend or former friend, um, Caesar. So the ones uh, that are into investing um, are trying to get into investing, read a couple articles, seen a couple of things on um, on TV and listen to podcasts like my, like myself or anyone else's. Uh, they know that even uh, even uh, a good scammer, bad scammer, whoever it may be, uh, um, a great investor that's not a scammer, uh, promises anywhere from 6 to 8% on sometimes 10% returns on their investment. Uh, usually they try to hold it a year to three years, um, no matter if you're talking about the well-known investors, uh, all the way down to the, the ones that, you know, are just now coming out or the ones that are just now being, uh, becoming well-known. Uh, but I, w- I really wasn't aware until recently that, um, DJ Envy and Caesar, they had a partnership. I knew about the partnership, but he was promising within six months that he would be able to give you a return of 30% of your money. All right, so I was kind of confused on why a lot of these investors or a lot of these people, uh, I don't even know if you want to call them investors, but uh, you know, people that wanted to get into investing would just give up, say, 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, 40,000, 50,000, all these different, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars um, for 30%, 30% on your uh, a return on your money when he was investing. Um, and like I say, I, I invest in these locations too. He was investing what looked like tough areas, all right, rough areas, um, low income areas. The houses were dilapidated. Uh, and, he, and so it turns out he was promising 30% of return on your money. And if something's too good to be true, don't believe it. And that was way too good to be true. Um, because even some of the, uh, you know, you hear about these. Um, was it, uh, I'm not talking negative about them, but masterworks, uh, they deal with art. Um, they have been averaging or getting up to like 32% return, which is unheard of. Um, you know, even think about Amazon and some of these other places, they, it was one a period in time where they, they blew up and flourished, but it's, you know, consistently, consistently is not that high um, that I know of, if I'm not, you know, hopefully I'm not mistaken, but just 30% sounds outrageous. Um, you know, and 30%, you could think of it like with Caesar, uh, you know, the the banks are charging 
or, or he can get 8% back, you know, so basically he can, he's making, you know, they're charging 8% or whatever it may be, um, but he's, he's promising 30%. Um, it's just, it's just an outrageous number. And then for these people just to give that money up and then not ask for paperwork or not show up to closings, um, not contact lawyers, give him money directly, uh, not go into closing, um, you know, the closing attorneys or, um, you know, the escrow attorney, whatever it may be. And it's like, you know, I, I'm assuming they just did that because maybe of DJ Envy, they trusted him because uh, what it turned out, you know, like I say, he hasn't, he's just been accused, hasn't been charged. He was, he would get money uh, from a bank to buy the property. And then he was getting money from the bank or maybe a separate bank to fix the property up and he never was fixing it. So that's, that's mortgage fraud or bank fraud right there. Then he was asking for money from the investors for that same house. Then he might end up, say he get two or three investors for that one house and he also got the bank to help him. Then he'd go off and sell the house. So he was like a flipper and y'all know how I feel about flippers, uh, but he was advocating that he was buying houses, changing up the neighborhood, fixing them up. But he, a lot of these houses, if not all of them, he never fixed. And the thing I have with DJ Envy is they shared the office. So he would get the people to come in. His office was right beside him. So he's like, he's the celebrity. He's the draw. He's bringing these people in. Um, he, you know, he claimed that he didn't, he never knew um, that Caesar was scamming people. But it's like, you know, there's some documents that he had to sign off on. Uh, I'm pretty sure people stuck their head over um, there to talk to him in that office that they, that they shared together. Um, or it could have been that he had the decorator, had his name on the thing. He never showed up. But then that's that's even worse. Um, I want to say it's even worse, but he was like, well, you know, he was using his name. All right. Um, and then he tried to say DJ Envy tried to say that um, he he was he got scammed on a couple of them. Or, you know, at first he was like, well, there's a couple of deals that didn't go. You know, I made money. And there's other deals I didn't make money. And it's like, well, so did you ever go to a property that you actually saw him fix up? You know, you gotta you gotta ask that question. Um, why why on certain deals you you know you never made money, but you you were advocating that it was almost a hundred percent. You know, you're talking about all these millions and millions. Of, like if he's making that type of money and you're flipping houses and you're buying houses that are dilapidated, that probably you can buy for fifty thousand and under. How's he not able to fix these properties up? All right, uh, where you know a person like myself school teacher you know i can get a house fix it up within five six months whatever it may be or even sooner and you know the same scale maybe a little bit smaller whatever it may be say if i fix house in six months he should have been able to fix it in a year some of these houses that he's uh advertising um have been sitting since like 2000 and two, since 2020 since 2016, since 2018, these houses just sitting there. And and it's like, well, you ain't, DJ Envy didn't do his due diligence, it seems like, either. Uh, um, so then, you know, he's frauding the people. He's, he's promising 30% back uh, returns, which, you know, he was, he was only getting uh, 8 or 9% back returns on the investment. So it's like, how are you going to promise a 30% uh, return? And it turns out you only getting eight uh, percent, you know, if you actually would have went through with the deals, um, you know, and it, it's just crazy that. And then it's like, well, he was buying these properties up, 
and then you know he would sell to somebody else he would buy it for like seventy five thousand just to give an example then sell it to somebody else for like a hundred and ten thousand and then they would have to fix it but it's like why would anybody buy a property from him or why would anybody uh yeah what well, be honest why would why would you buy a property from him and not just buy the property to start off with why would you wait to a so-called celebrity gets tied to it you know a house is still a house Location still location. I mean, maybe you feel like they did some studies or whatever, but uh, you can do these same studies. You can you can look at the neighborhoods if it's growing, if it's not growing. So if you want to invest there, see the returns, see what the rent's going for. Uh, a lot of these people, you know, some, sometimes people follow the crowd. So it's not you know, with me, it's like if I see this house is worth forty five thousand, I'm not gonna buy it from you for seventy five. It doesn't make any sense. I'm not gonna buy it from from you for one hundred and ten thousand, one hundred twenty thousand. It makes no sense. So he, it was a, a situation with an older person, or maybe it was with a guy. He, he bought up a property, say for two hundred thousand, or one hundred fifty thousand. Then you know the guy bought it from him for like three hundred and something thousand, and now the house is not worth that much. How did the, how did the, I don't know how I got appraised for that. I don't know if the person had to put a, a lump sum worth of money. So the person is mad at him and the contractor, um, but it's like. You know, it, it, it doesn't, and you know, they, and he has a brother, I think his brother's name Pucci, uh, Lucci, something like that. I think it might be Lucci. Uh, that's his brother. His brother claims he didn't know anything about anything. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's a whole crew. It's, I think it's a lady that's tied into it also. But it's like, you know, you, you advocated that you were helping people fix, that you were fixing up the community. You have to realize as a flipper, you're not you're not an investor. Like you got to go ahead and get that out your mind. You got to go ahead and, and you know if you're dealing with these flippers, you got to get that out your mind also. That if you're flipping or if you're buying property from a fl flipper, they're not investing. All right, they they in it for the maximum amount of money. They in it for a quick turnaround. They're not here to help out the community. They're not here for none of that. All right, um, and he was the same way. Like he was trying to he was trying to flip. He was trying to use other people's money. And he and like I say, he could be the same thing with Jay Morrison. I don't think Jay Morrison, looking back at everything, I don't know if he had bad intentions uh, or he he's just a, a, a terrible uh, investor. Just being honest with you, because he's never invested in anything before, and the stuff he did invest in, he was shady with it. So he's always he has that drug dealer mentality of I got to look out for me. All right? He may say, oh, I got to look out for my family, whatever it may be, but it's. I, I'm, I'm gonna get in while I fit in, and we're gonna work things out later. I'm gonna make these moves because I'm a grown man. I don't gotta tell you anything, but he he will come off as I'm, you know, I'm uh, how I wanna say it. Uh, I'm I'm willing to work with the community. I'm trying to grow with the community. I'm trying to teach you something, but then he'll do things behind closed doors. All right, like with his one partner, he sold a house. Didn't tell his partner he sold it. Um, partner showed up and somebody was already there living in the house. Another one, what recently happened with these 32 acres, 31 acres, whatever it is, he, he bought it uh, with the company, then he had the company sell it to his personal family. Uh, he may say, oh, we're family and stuff like that, we're his people, but you know, he, he, he flipped it to himself. And now he's investing in these other people that uh, he, he may say, oh, send me a deal, send me a deal, and I invest in it, but he's only investing and the people that invested in his courses. So it's like, oh, you help me out, I may help you out. All right? And then he's not giving favorable loans. So it's like he's coming with 
the mentality of, I'm going to help you out. But once it gets a little shady, a little the water gets murky, I'm leaving. And forget you, you see me leaving, you better leave. It's kind of like that mentality. And it's like, you know, you, you're not... Up, you're not being upfront. You're not being clear, and he may he can't he may have come into the situation with a with with you know a wholeheartedness like oh this is what's gonna happen, but trust and believe he got a game plan to leave. All right, so he might have been coming in trying to grow this business, trying to grow the community, but that's not what he's doing. He's he's lost twelve million, almost twelve million dollars within two years, three years, something like that, five years I think it is. All right, and so with the Caesar situation, um, he's you know he's using the bank money. He's using four or five investors, probably sometimes more per house. They give him money. He doesn't give them a clear title. He doesn't give them interest in, in the company or LLC. So if you use a, a LLC to buy this, to buy a house, someone pays in, you give them shares or a percentage of that LLC. He's not even doing that. So these people don't own any portion of this property. All right, but you gave them money. If you want to do something like that, you can give to... Um, I wouldn't give as much, but you can give to Lander, Ground Floor. Um, there's, there's a ton of other. I got podcasts on. You can give to um, what's the what's the other one? Um, Fundrise. That's what that's the name of it. So there's all these. There's, there's plenty of other ones also that's out there that's already been vetted. That's already been around for some years. Uh, people don't complain about anything besides maybe some lack of. Um, Interest gain, the dividends gain, um, you know, not consistent on that, but they never complain about losing money. You might hear about some people saying their money got locked up longer than they were comfortable with, but uh, they were still eventually able to get it. All right. Um, but with these other guys, <laughs> when you, you, you don't get your dividends, you don't get your original investment back, you don't get any money back, they just ghost you or they say uh, that's part of the business. All right, that's you know it may be part of the business, but is that really how you want to do business? If you give me a hundred, if you give me a thousand dollars, and I promise you, you know, returns anywhere from six to eight percent, and that's how they, all these guys do it. They say, well, oh, they they speak loud about the returns you can get, but then what happens is, then at the end they kind of quiet. It's like those commercials that talk real fast at the end. They kind of quiet at the end, and they say, well, you know, it's not guaranteed that you're always gonna get your money back. Oh, when something goes shady, that's when they tell you. Well, it's not a guarantee. It's real estate. You lose money. All right. So, like I say, this is something I wasn't aware about that he was promising people 30. Oh, and it was 30 percent for uh, and the guarantee within six months. So that's something else to think about. Uh, the other guy was a big business or business, something like that. Whatever. He, he was an investor also. Um, you know, he would he would he would take, say, forty thousand dollars from people. Or say fifty thousand. Let's say forty thousand dollars, and then he will promise um, that every so many months he will give you fifteen hundred dollars, or twenty five hundred dollars, or three thousand dollars. You got to be careful, all right. Uh, and so what he was doing was when he was and say he was supposed to. And the thing is that that at the end of the six months or nine months, he was really supposed to give the people uh, back forty eight uh, forty eight thousand. So you're gonna make eight thousand uh, dollars within six months. So that's a decent return. That's a decent amount. Um, but he was, he couldn't do it. So he's like, oh, let me give you 2,500. So he could promise you 2,500 because he was getting thousands and thousands from other, from other people. All right. He probably used your 40,000 to pay 10 other people. All right. So like I was saying before, make sure you invest in yourself first. All right. 
pay yourself, or you try to pay somebody else, learn the market, take your time. It may take you a year, it may take you two to get motivated, uh, to get comfortable with it. But I listen to uh, I listen to people, you don't have to listen to them, but I listen to cats like Ben Mahler, uh, Brad Cordon, don't, no, don't, I don't invest with them, but I listen to them. I was listening to Jay Morrison. Just listen to people to get motivated. All right? See what they're doing. They, they're not going to tell you the rights and wrongs. They're just going to tell you everything that sounds good, that looks good. All right? Um, you can listen to me. I'm going to tell you the good, bad, and the ugly. I got some stuff to tell you about uh, a tenant that, you know, just moved out. Um, but, um, like I say, just... Try to engulf yourself in something before, uh, when I say engulf, like the knowledge of something before you, you dive into it, all right? Um, it's kind of like when you swim, be in the shallow end first when you try to jump to the deep end, all right? Uh, but like I said, I want to appreciate everyone tuning into the podcast. Just want to make you aware if something sounds too good to be true, do your due diligence. Don't be afraid. Don't be so, oh, I, I may miss out because you got to realize a lot more deals go wrong than the dude going right. You always hear about the Amazons, the Googles, and uh, things like that, but they don't tell you all these hundreds and hundreds of comp- companies that try to IPO and never make it. All right. Um, but peace. And until next time, y'all take care.